I was just kind of disappointed that that time where he he was the the bad guy in in episode two. Oh, we're going to see a lot more of him, and then he immediately <laughs> gets killed off. <laughs> so this had already been spoiled for me, but then it got double spoiled for me when I saw a gif, my first ever gif of him just getting killed. Wow! And I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> Why? So it was like the first 15 minutes or, the you know, the first big thing that happened in the Revenge of the Sith got spoiled for me, not once, but twice. Hi there and welcome to Two Worlds Podcast. I'm your host Liam Reedy and today we're talking about Star Wars prequels. Talking about episodes one to three. I'm here with Sam Moore, first time caller, long time listener and friend of the podcast. Before we get into it, I just want to say thank you for giving us download. Really appreciate you doing so. We're well over 2,000 unique downloads and we've got loads coming up for the month of May. We've got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We've got Moon Knight the Disney Plus series, and we've also got Rogue One dipping back into Star Wars in the month of May. If you want to help out the podcast, hop on over to shop2reels.com. Over there you can get yourself t-shirts, hoodies, mugs and more. That shameless plug aside, let's get into the podcast. I feel like we're in a little bit of a weird period for Star Wars. I, I Yeah, totally agree. It's it's not quite limbo. It's kind of like not sure yeah. where it's heading. Yeah. And I don't feel like it, you get the impression that Disney don't know where it's yeah, heading no, at right. this point. Because they've announced so many films or even they've announced like two different trilogies that have like not materialized. Yeah. I feel like that's uh, quite an indication of like what's happening. I mean, if, if I were Disney, I'd be doing the utmost amount of planning and like focus groups and sensor groups on what was it about the sequels <laughs> that didn't quite land yeah. with everyone? I, th- I think um, with, you know, not to, not to go about too far back, but with the the acquisition uh, in 2012. Yeah, yeah, just after um, Marvel, wasn't it? I mean, that's a, that's a very clear indication that they didn't have a big overall plan, which should have been the first thing you do. Absolutely. Even if you don't want to use uh, George Lucas's treatments, which he he said he gave over to them, um, even if you wanted to completely ignore all of those, which they kind of did and kind of didn't, then you know the next thing you would do is be like, well, okay, we need our unique plan, our our plan. But um, we're not going to get too. I'm not going to get too no, uh, sequel that, that, trilogy that's heavy. That's a long conversation. That's a long conversation yeah. for a little bit ways down the road, I think. Um, but the the reason we're here is because of the prequel trilogy. Now, I saw um, uh, a post from Secret Cinema. Uh, I went to the Secret Cinema Empire Strikes Back, like 2015, I want to say, and they obviously it's made a fourth. So on the time of recording, so they they put a post out, and I said that this is the you know like the best one that they've done, and then I was writing this like <laughs> I was writing like this essay <laughs> <laughs> on how like the that how Disney like it would be good to do this uh, another Star Wars um, secret cinema, but for like the prequels, I even was going to suggest doing it for the sequel trilogy just for the Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, 
but you know i then was like yeah but you could do the prequels but the current rights holders they just don't want you to remember that those exist no. and i was no. just i was just waffling on and i just after after about two minutes i i just i closed the instagram app i was just like no shut, one needs shut to, the comment off yeah just like, no one no. needs to hear this <laughs> <laughs> i took myself out of it I can't, yeah i can't do it now but um I, I do feel like that's a little bit true because you know they've decided to really um they decided to really pick and choose what they um what they they want you to remember about the prequels having watched them again recently and yeah. i had i don't think i'd have seen the fully remasters ones that yeah. came out was it like a couple of years ago where they fully re- rebuffed them yeah i think they've you know when you look at the new cgi that they've put in there over all the the characters I, I think they hold up like mm. i was expecting when i was watching um phantom menace the other day to get like a bit ropey jar jar and yeah. you know <laughs> trying so hard to overlook his dialogue and yet the cgi and, and i was the cgi wasn't an issue for me anymore i was totally on on board with it and i thought oh yeah this feels like a, a star wars today kind mm. of film again you yeah. know overlooking certain characters i suppose and, and the dialogue but huh. i think they'd really spun it around but they'd obviously factored in that there is an audience looking across to you yeah that still kind of cherish these films yeah because we've obviously got a big childhood impact factor here mm. like for me um i think i went to see it obviously probably two weeks after it came out in i want to say 99 97 mm. and my mum and dad took me and my brother uh to to see it at our local hatfield galleria yep and um r.i.p they, they didn't tell us what we were going to go see oh, really? and at the point it was actually my mum that introduced me to star wars through mm. she had the video box set of a new hope to return of the jedi Brilliant. big fan had a few of the toys at that point and then when i saw a fan, phantom menace just blew my mind like, oh. my brother and i were absolutely hyped about it you know yeah. we'd have uh we got the action figures some of the ships from that era Nabu Starfighter was like the coolest thing ever. Yes, mate. And I went mad for it. You know, we we were it, it was a real kind of I don't know if it was a right to say a bonding moment, but it certainly elevated our engagement with Star Wars and kind of we played a lot more together with Star Wars and I, I think that kind of yeah, you you play whatever you play with with your siblings, but that was definitely a big factor for mm. me and him back then and I think as the other films came out because I wouldn't say I was a, a knowledgeable kind of film critique kind of person yeah i was just in awe of all the action and the fun in the yeah, films that, that they were back then we were the we were the perfect age for um just consuming it do you know what i mean like yeah. uh and i mean that in kind of you know like a couple of ways one for just um even now i feel like it's hard for me to it's not hard for me to really critique it but it's it's really hard for me to to really to really take it to task, I guess, is probably the only way I can describe it. But um, I think that in in 99, when it came out, I was eight, and I'd gone to Florida with my family and my friend's family as well. We'd gone like on a joint holiday, and um, obviously they didn't plan this, but it was, it's out, it was out like maybe a couple of weeks before the uk that's just how it was yeah. you seem to forget that you know the uk and europe used to get kind of the the bad rap well just the the 
short end of the stick really in terms of like release dates um and because the internet wasn't such a prevalent thing it was just you there wouldn't be leaks or anything it would just be like someone would has heard something like this has happened we went to uh we just i think we just drived past um when you're when you're like driving in america and we just drove past like one of these like massive cinemas in the middle of nowhere and it was just like the most dingy place you've ever seen and there's there's only twice i've been to um it's like every every movie theater in any yeah, 80s film basically yeah. isn't it yeah. uh, it was it was kind of like uh i've only been to two uh cinemas in uh, america one where they play Planet of the Apes in um, New York and like half the screen was like cut off and everyone was like <laughs> complaining and like chucking popcorn. Yeah, that sounds complaining. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. And because uh, it was just like everything that could go wrong with a film or projection of a film uh, went wrong and me and my dad were just looking at each other like, what, what, is, what is going on? But then this one was just like, it came out the same time as the South Park movie. And I just remember eating these this like disgusting popcorn and it's just it was like um uh is it like cheesy puffs it was like cheesy puff flavor yeah because of like obviously like a movie tie-in and it was like really disgusting but i just didn't care because i was like watching the new star wars something that i'd been waiting two whole years for from 97 to 99 you know like compared to other people who've been waiting what like since the 80s i can still kind of forever i can still kind of visualize my excitement when I first saw that trailer on TV, because obviously, yes. like you say, internet yeah, yeah. not big back then, yeah. no, no real, you know, flurry of YouTube videos flying everywhere, and when you see that on telly or pre film, you're like, oh my god, there's another Star Wars, yeah, guy. and you know, I think they did a little teaser um, in the special edition, um, in the special edition uh, VHSs, uh, I think um, either there was some behind the scenes footage where it was all about like the the changes that they'd made you know obviously a big point of contention is like the the up the quote unquote update um which i mean i was brought up on it so i i don't really i'm i'm not really too bothered <laughs> and i mean it's updated it a little bit and um i don't i that was just that's just our version uh, you know i i believe like we can't really tell any difference you know we would probably look back and and say oh that looks a bit yeah like today's... but the, the originals i'm going to to praise you know the the very originals the theatrical cuts i guess um because they are just they're the original you know we had a little bit of update you know there's a little bit of cgi here some of it works some of it doesn't quite work but i i believe in one of the um in the clips where they're you know doing the behind the scenes at the very end i believe there's a shot of george lucas at a desk and he writes on a bit of paper star wars episode one and then it just like cuts so like i'm i i vaguely remember that either that or it's it's being typed or it's like you, you know like uh he he takes the bit of paper where it's got the the it's, it's like a script so he's obviously typing it up and then he's got like the first page first, and it yeah. says star wars episode one it doesn't have a title or anything it just says episode one and then that's the that's the last shot of this, uh, I guess, like a featurette. And so, obviously, seeing that when I'm like seven or eight, I'm like, oh my god, they're going to make another one. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a bit confused because I'm about seven, six, yeah. where I'm just like episode one, <laughs> you know, because they just changed it to four, five, and six. Plus, we've been obviously you know, 
grown up on the Marvel films that you always know there's going to be mm. something else coming. At that point, it was kind of like, oh, it's just a... There's just three films, yeah. you know. We, 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 we were happy. It we wasn't, happy yeah, exactly. Oh, we were very happy. We were very, very happy with the three and then, oh, we're getting more. I was going, yeah, there was, uh, there, there, it peaked the interest before there was any type of, you know, although I, I, I was about to say, you know, there was no internet hype, but at the time, the, the Phantom Menace trailer was the most downloaded video on the internet ever at that point. I think that was probably 98 was probably, and I mean, no, no guesses as to why <laughs> first Star Wars movie since 83. Yep. Um, it's it's going to be, um, it's going to be everywhere. And again, this is probably because I was nine years old at the time or eight years old at the time and didn't have access to the internet as much mm. as I do every second of today yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know yeah i do wonder looking back if there were those like leak articles like we have today mm. about oh there's this is in the works someone's seen on set someone's yeah seen, you know, i wonder if that was all happening back then yeah as but well. absolutely no one could see it yeah <laughs> someone's just like you know like forums and stuff like that were probably a bit more prevalent back then as well so it was just like someone's just someone's got these very real leaks and because the internet's not so not so prevalent it's just like There'd be like 10 people who know or like 100 people who know. And then out of those 100, probably maybe a quarter or maybe half are just like fake, you know, just like, I, I don't know who you think you are, yeah, but like, this absolutely. is bullshit. And he's just like, but I know, I know what's <laughs> happening. Uh, you know, there's going to be this in the new Star Wars movie. Um, yeah, it was, it was, thinking back to it, it was such, it's such a weird such a such a weird but like good time especially at that age and especially with like something like star wars and i mean f for the phantom menace even more so than the last the other two in this trilogy because it was the first one since 83 it was absolutely everywhere and i mean like when i was in america everything was everything was branded star wars pepsi like just you know potato chips everything had star wars on it i, I can still visualize the shelves in the toy stores and particularly the lego aisle mm. every box was a star wars yeah. episode one uh, yeah. set and you know nowadays you get a shelf for each kind of sort of like a i mean and toys kind of are like less less of a thing you know physical toys less yeah. of a thing T toys are us god rest its soul yeah yeah you know, like the, <laughs> the, the, the long aisles yes of just like the oh, where are you heading to? i want star wars section i'm going mm. straight to the star wars section i'm like looking micro machines and the the lego it was yeah it's yeah it was element it was an it was a great time to be a kid as well you know especially with I know this is probably not for an for an adult, not this, for a mother or father. This is going to weigh in. Know? This is going to weigh into my view on Star Wars and the various eras. I think. Yeah. Where yeah. I, I totally feel that one to three was certainly aimed at us. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It was. You had the nostalgia factor for the our grown-ups. Yes. You know who were like, oh, Star Wars is back. I want to. I want to enjoy this with my child mm. type thing. My son, my daughter. And then I feel that's kind of a similar principle with the sequel trilogy mm. and where the gray shades come in from <laughs> all the various views. So if you had, let's say, uh, original audience, not as huge fans of the prequels, and then you get the prequels audience who are not as big a fan of the, well, I don't think anyone was, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think originals or prequels were as big a fans of the, of the sequels. I just, I just felt that they were not marketed at us. Yeah, no, not, probably not. They were not written for 
for you and I or our, mm. our parents. I don't, I don't feel was was my approach. I, mean, I had that conversation with with someone at work who despises them. He, he, what the sequels? The, the sequels, yeah. and he he couldn't get his head around them. And I said they they weren't for you. Yeah, I, I just yeah. You just, Even though they. Sh- should have but no not should have been that's the probably the wrong word they sh- they should have been open for for, ev- for they should have been a, a little bit for everyone you know which is kind of like the whole thing for the uh, original movies you know as I was again I was talking to someone else who you, you don't see them as kids movies and George Lucas didn't see them as I'm making a, a kids movie mm-hmm. The only thing he really wanted to do was make a film that him and his friends wanted to see, which is like, you know, that's that's just the way he, it went for him. Where he's just like, I'm, I'm not trying to make, um, I'm not trying to make it too kiddie. I'm not trying to make it just for adults. You know, he could have had it. You know, obviously, it wouldn't have worked out quite as well. Maybe if it was leaning towards like the sci-fi of that era or the cinema of that era, which is was very adult. You know, and for him to turn a corner and it be for for everyone, I believe the prequels is a little bit less for everyone. I feel like it's the, again the middle ground where it's like, look, it's a it's a Star Wars film. It can be enjoyable for everyone, but there's a lot of um, there's like a lot of law dumping in this one, in this trilogy. Let's put it that way, because of uh, how much backstory it has to explain leading up to three films that you've already seen. But I would imagine at this point, we've had a ton of Star Wars comics that mm. backs that up. George has probably been sitting on it for however long knowing yeah. how much he wants to pack into these three films. Mm. And I would imagine going by all the Comic-Cons that day, he knows that there's a captive audience that want to see more Jedi, that want to understand more of the back background to that kind of let's be honest it, it was a jedi trilogy wasn't it everyone, yeah it was, everyone yeah. was like totally up for the jedis and me being one of them as well yeah <clears throat> he was just trying to illustrate so many points to get across for the jedi i felt that they kind of overtook overshadowed mm. what you perhaps had more fun with in the original trilogy with the space battles and the exploring the planets the different races having more screen time and yep. a bit more valuable in the in the plot i suppose they are very different to the original movies but in some ways they do retain the i want to yeah i want to say magic of like star wars whether that was partly due to like pr and marketing but uh, the conversations i've had with other people who like star wars even just from just liking star wars to maybe being a lot more fans like you and me it is it is a little bit like the fact that they were um the fact that there was three years between each built a bit of uh hype which i don't believe really happened with what had become a yearly turnover for disney to start with so and as we're going to talk about rogue one um in one of our next podcasts it's not going to be the next one it'll be the one after because we'll be doing Doctor Strange but the the next one we'll be talking about road one where for me it felt it felt disjointed coming out in between the sequel trilogy movies 
but is the one I connected to most as being a Star Wars movie. I think when it came out, I said to about three people, that was my favourite Star Wars film. Yeah, yeah. Again, that's... And, and I think Force Awakens had come out by that point, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It had come out the, the one year prior, and I, I thought to myself, this, this is more of a Star Wars movie. Yeah. You know, even though it's tonally different, it felt, it felt uh, much more grown up, didn't it? Oh yeah, for a Star Wars film. I know we said they're not for kids. But yeah, that that was a war film set in Star Wars. Yeah, and struck a lot of the right tones and, and had the right kind of nods to here and there. Mm. And I know there's <gasps> Princess Leia's CGI'd, but mm. it was still the right nod in that sense yeah. that we had to see that moment. I think. Yeah, I feel. I feel like. Um, I feel like Rogue One was a little bit, a little bit more mature. It was kind of like we were saying that there's the these certain certain movies um, coming out later weren't really aimed towards us, but this one r- really was. I think that's a very key word here, m- mature. Yeah, mature. And then, and then we hop back to episode one with the lovely Jar Jar being. Oh man, so and uh, <laughs> very little Anakin Skywalker and his his band of Tatooine little group <laughs> his of little, friends that little somehow know how to. Pod racing. I mean, that is a stretch when you think about it. <laughs> it's like, that, but that's my point. You know, nine years old. You don't care about any of the sense. No, of it all, no. Do you? you really didn't like. Oh. And you really, you really shouldn't. Even though, um, looking back, so let's uh, we'll start off obviously with the Phantom Menace. With the Phantom Menace, when I'm watching it back, I'm, I'm, I, I am, I am trying to critique, but I'm also I can't detach from how it made me feel a long time ago and that that's my same point as well yeah. I, I, I can't knock it because i know yeah. how much joy it brought me and i'm sure i'm sure older people as people who are older in 99 and people who are younger now who didn't grow up with it yeah. i'm sure that their critique is probably like is probably a lot more damning you know i feel i feel like it's probably got it's probably a lot truer to actually i don't want to say that i i'd just say it's 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 of a different perspective and probably one that's a little bit of a clearer view um but i just i can't um i can't yeah still yeah just can't detach really from from what i felt in 99 even though over time some of the blemishes you've been able to pick them out you know yeah it's, let's not say like I'm not gonna say it's like a perfect <laughs> the movie. Perfect yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm not gonna go that far. Um, but I can I can let so many blemishes slide. Um, let's talk about the 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 kind of orangey pink elephant in the room that is uh, Jar Jar Binks as a character. Um, so at the time I thought it was a CGI marvel, but also at the time I didn't like the character even when I was nine. And it was aimed at me. <laughs> I, could, I could be wrong, but in a lot of the Star Wars films, do you find the accents seem to lean in one direction? Accents, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not good record. No, like I, I was especially I, in this movie. If I was I'm being really, honest, I was really picking that up on that. I was like, it sounds quite. That's kind of racist. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a little bit that and the. Uh, I mean, it I mean, he's he's an orange alien. He can't be racist. But, yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... yeah. But they they've they've definitely put a. Or to be fair, the um the decision um is an amalgamation of like George Lucas's directing and Armored Best's acting. So I'm a little bit like this. It's the whole of the blame can't really rest on either shoulders. It's just a poor. It's just kind of a poor choice. 
I think if he was in it for comic relief, it was a little bit of a misfire. If that if that was the goal, I think it's gone. It's they've overshot. I feel like they've really overshot. I don't feel like. I don't think like they've tried to like. I don't think they've tried to lowball themselves by like no, not enough comedy. They're they're just like no more comedy. It's kind of like you got super serious, slick Qui Gon Jin. Yes, and then overtly goofy, clumsy Jar Jar, in the same moment together. It's like oh, this is this doesn't feel like this would naturally go like that. You know. No. Um. That mean did you read up on the the Plan B theories of Jar Jar? No, what were they? D- Darth Jar Jar. Oh, okay. Well, I've, yeah. I've, you know, I was like, "That's that's an incredible curveball." If that was where he was going with that, would have been a massive curveball, and I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, it would it wouldn't have sold for me. But either way, I thought interesting premise. But yeah, the idea of that happening pretty slim, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I love the memes, like you know, where there's just like so many memes, like yeah. Jar Jar is the actual is the actual leader of the Sith, but um. Yeah, I just, I, I just feel like it was just, they, they have just kind of tried too hard. The, the, the comic relief stuff in the original trilogy came from, I know it came from primarily a couple of characters, um, but I feel like um, it wasn't, it wasn't every, every second they were trying to go for a gag, you know, like um, Anthony Daniels as C three PO. It's it is just kind of his his acting is funny and then moments come out of him reacting to other people, you know, and being in certain situations where they've tried to sort of do a similar thing with Jar Jar, and they they have just I don't want to say it like this, but they have just tried too hard. Yeah. Um. And your key point there was the whole in original trilogy, it's characters bouncing off each other. Yeah. Jar Jar was literally just flying in his own orbit. Of yeah. Him, wasn't he? It was... It's it's and I mean. It's a whole different scenario for the sequel trilogy, which, I mean, loads of people have, have written and uh, done like videos on everything you can think of to yeah. do with a sequel trilogy. So it's going to be hard to kind of talk about that later down the line, probably in a couple of years. Um, it's It's going to be hard to kind of say something new about it. But what I will say is that people have kind of pointed out that it's it's a little it's got a little bit like Marvel Marvel fied is that is that a word that's it's not a word but it's, they they've gone the Marvel route of trying to make trying to make quippy one lines ah yeah um right. for every character probably except for Kylo Ren so it's 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 a little bit like you you've you've lost sight of what the comic relief that works by a long shot. And you've tried to to supplement that. You've tried to make make good on that by having every character try their hand at a bit of comedy. Yeah, which I mean, it's all right for serious characters to. If, to if have you go back fun. to if you go back to the original trilogy, right? Yeah. Solo, fair yep. to say, quite a leader in the comedy mm. sort of special lines. Sarcasm, yeah, because of his character. But Luke Skywalker mm. can't think of that much that was too no. funny with him, and that's probably. You know, you need the serious ones He's, or the, or the yeah. key leaders in the that you can stick with consistently. And you know, Solo's yeah. going to deliver a sarcastic comment yeah, yeah. every once in a while. He's he's also like the he's the audience in that in that trilogy. You know, we're on his journey. It's the reason why it's called the Skywalker Saga now. Yeah. And it's it's a little bit like it would be out of the blue for um, 
for especially in that time where he's like his eyes are wide open you know he's like uh, looking at all these new worlds and stuff and for he for him to be a little bit like you know for him to be anything like han solo where he's just like pessimistic and like really sarcastic that would have been really out of left field and then i mean in the end they ended up transitioning him into someone who does try his hand at comedy um but you know again we i'm gonna try to steer the steer the boat a little bit keep keep correcting us but um you know the the yeah they just they didn't they just they they overshot it and i believe it's it gets a, a really bad rap and it's obviously horrific that you know the the actor who played him you know armored best he you know, gets a he gets a bad rap for for what's happened, which is unfortunate. You know, um, uh, kind of leans into like how kind of toxic the fan base can be in certain certain areas. One place I don't think it is really that toxic is the rest of this prequel trilogy. Nice. Now that the sequels have happened, I believe that any um, any real hatred towards the majority of the the uh the movies has now kind of like dissipated it's kind of like just fallen off you know i remember a time especially after like a couple of years after um revenge of the sith because you know revenge of the sith is kind of widely regarded as like the the best one I'm, of the three i'm i'm, I'm with there yeah i'm on that side um so once that had come out people genuinely had like this kind of like tunnel vision view that phantom menace and attack of the clones for all their faults are just like horrific yeah i remember it just being like obviously we talked about it being ours from uh from a childhood perspective and i i just couldn't agree with it i just couldn't i was just like mm-hmm. i'm not having any of this slander yeah. um even though over time i've seen more faults I, at that time i was just like i don't want to hear it <laughs> you know so you know this rose tinted goggles on the i feel yeah. like there is a there is a little bit of that for me but then I, over time it's just been like well yeah there there's some faults with it but <laughs> look God. how worse it could have been yeah. <laughs> yeah look look how it could have been and you know so with the prequels you know and especially when we're talking about the the phantom menace now like i just it's got the it's got no plot you know that was one thing that i i knew from the start this is the one thing i i the first thing i was able to kind of grasp from other critics of the film was like there's no there is no plot and even as like a teenager i was able to just be like yeah you're right like it is kind of like you're just you're just in the situation it doesn't really have a drive you know majority of the movie has no drive it has no no plot and i was just like yeah that's right still kind of still kind of yeah. good though still kind of yeah. really enjoyed it though like Darth Maul double lightsabers yes <laughs> you know it's there's there's things about the Phantom Menace that really do um even for other people do kind of like really drag it up you know um it just name me like one other film that has like a whole race in it that you're like 
it's just really enjoyable, like the action in it. You know, I'm not talking a car chase. I'm talking a race, you know, something that can be like time consuming yeah. for a movie and they go around in circles. You know, <laughs> I really like Formula One, but I am able to just like, I am able to grasp that it's it's like 20 people going around in a circle really fast. Yeah. But, the, the, you know, because of the, the story and the stakes and just how well it was made, I feel like it's... It's one of the, the the gems of that movie that even people who don't particularly like The Phantom Menace or who are like, eh, yeah, it's a bit rubbish though, isn't it? Uh, but pod racing is yeah. like, that whole sequence is fantastic. And I remember, I think like the DVD or something has an extended. Did you? I and I mean, the, it's the, even better. Because the extended, extended one, which is what I watched the other day. Yeah. It was like, God, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about this scene. More shots, and it's just it gives it gives it a little bit extra, and doesn't take doesn't take anything away from the film. It just adds a little bit to it. Yeah. It's just it's just fun, and I, I I genuinely had to think back. I was like, I don't ha- I don't have any other film where there's a race in it. You know, abs- I haven't seen Chariots of Fire in a long time. So what was absolutely lovely about that pop race is that no one died. In all I those mean, horrific crashes, no, no one seemed to die. You're, it's we're like so, we're so PG Universal in Star Wars. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit it? of a miracle, isn't it? We'll stab someone through the heart, but no one dies in a car race. Yeah. There, there is one thing with with that where I'm thinking to myself, oh yeah, no one no one dies with all of these ridiculous. Um, just the robots. It's just the robots. Yeah, the, like the pit droids. <laughs> and, but with the with the uh, the actual pod racers, I'm like, how did they all survive that? It, it, it's just like a bit of a meme where I'm just I'm completely okay with you know all of this ridiculous carnage and they just like get up and like walk away. <laughs> Whereas you know in um, uh, Rise of Skywalker when uh, Ray crashes Kylo Ren's ship yeah. and it explodes and he just like walks out and I'm just like that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Why am I so hypocritical? Oh yeah. But yeah, pent like, up tension with it. Yeah. I think I think by that point everyone's just like watching it with a magnifying <laughs> scope, aren't they? After after freaking the I remember Jedi. seeing the trailer for for Rise of Skywalker and I was just like I don't want to see this film. <laughs> but what's, I have to. What's <laughs> but, going on? But I have to see this to know what's happening. But one yeah, one film that, you know, it's it it, it is a bit peaks and troughs with The Phantom Menace on rewatches yeah so you know? that, that was what i so i said earlier like my order of if i had to put the order to the three it changed yeah on this round because of things in phantom menace that i noticed and i was like uh yeah mm. didn't notice that before yeah and it's kind of like yeah it's not it's not a deal breaker i won't i will watch it again yeah and i will get my son to watch it at some point too which i'm <laughs> really looking forward to tiktok it's only a matter of time i was like oh yeah uh, how how forgiving were you of those things that you noticed? Were you, were you just like, oh, were you were you there with a notepad that was just like, well, that's a, another minus a half point. It, it's more, I think, for me, for the, it's probably across the that trilogy. Mm. It's the dialogue that yes. I just really can't unhear once I've heard it. If you know what 100%. I mean, hundred percent. No matter what's happening in the scene, the line that comes out is like. <laughs> Is kind of like, what did you just say? Would you have said that in real life? (laughs) Yeah, in real life. And I mean, it's been one of the biggest things that people have critiqued about George Lucas. And and that that is understandable. It's his story. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's his story. Yeah, yeah. I I hope he's not gone to the future and stole it from someone. No, no, no. No, it's definitely his story. But um, yeah, he's not 
he's not a writer, is he? Which I think no. we, everyone would agree on, regardless of this amazing story that he's created. Mm. The dialogue does slip in yes. places for me. Yeah, I mean, the... Uh... More so in Phantom Menace yeah. than I think the other two. Um, oh, I don't know about I've, that. I've, I've kind of... Again, I've we'll sli- I've slightly clones. swung around a little bit on Attack of the Clones. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's... that is that is a little bit controversial because I think I'm the other way. But with with the Phantom Menace, I believe. I mean, it was a bit of a. a... Do they do? Do you think George Lucas knew that Darth Maul was going to be one of the, you know, one of these fan favorites? No, case in point killed him off yeah and yet he reappears <laughs> i know down the line which i i'm not against but it's that whole marvel thing of killing someone issue with multiverse now everyone come back again yeah I've, you know if you build a great character just let, don't kill him off let, let him be or yeah. don't kill him off yeah you know, yeah you're right i feel like the um i feel like the darth maul situation is the most um is the most prevalent retroactive retconning in media. Yeah. I believe, uh, except for maybe, um, no, I, I think this is, this is definitely more, Weird. more prevalent than that. The, the whole, um, no, he's not dead. Like, you know, because he's a fan favorite and we've got an animated series now. So. And we can, we've had time to, to think this through yeah, kind yeah. of thing or come up with a, a I, I feel around. like, uh, that was probably one of the, one of the worst decisions for the prequel trilogy was to to kill off someone who so we're programmed to want to be the good guys aren't we yeah and you know role models correct if i'm wrong he was possibly one of the best bad guys mm. who were like god he's cool yeah, yeah. and look at his moves yeah. you know you shouldn't be rooting for this no. guy or be excited by this guy because he's a baddie but that totally swung oh, me back there as well there was no one who was um on the playground there was no one who was like I don't want to be Darth Maul. No, it I'll was, take you uh, both on. It was like I'll take you both on, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Uh, it was completely the opposite, really. It was. Yeah, I think it's just one of just just a terrible. I don't think it was a necessarily terrible decision. Obviously, he's done it for the the the, the story reasons for like Obi Wan to overcome something and for his his uh, master to die and for him to transition to a Jedi Knight. master. He's Jedi Knight, yeah. I think. You know. Is it? Well, oh no yeah that's but, right so from padawan he, to if you're not a padawan everyone seems to call them master yeah it's like a mister title yeah it? or a doctor title so yeah i understand in that regard why they've killed off darth maul but it was just like it would have been cooler and it would have it would have been i think it would have been interesting more interesting to have um another dynamic where it try it kind of transitions through the whole of the the trilogy. I mean, again, I'm just interested, like a lot of people, what Darth Maul would have been like during the Clone Wars, during Episode Two, if he made it to Episode Three. But they shot themselves in the foot by having there can only be two. Um, I don't know. Does that is that only come in in this? I believe Sif as a word is only the, mentioned for the first time in the so prequels. Pl- please forgive me, Star Wars lore experts. Oh, I'm sure we'll make but, some mistakes. And we'll but my understanding is that the rule of two was implemented by was it like the way back in like old republic wasn't it after all the sith died back then yeah so but when you get into the likes of clone wars i know we've mm. touched on that asajj ventress for example mm. 
force user, but I don't think she's classed. She's not a Sith. As a Sith. Yeah. Uh, you know, General Grievous, to some respect, trained in the arts of lightsaber battle. Mm. Obviously not Sith because he's not a force wielder. So, you, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you in the sense of the rule of two things still, yeah. still sticks. But they, st- <laughs> they, still, they still circumvented it by finding a way to, to have these other characters, you know. They had, um, obviously they have Count Dooku, who, I mean, he goes by Darth Tyrannus, but no one really calls him it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you well, could have just that uh, one moment right at the end of the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm just like, you could have just had like, Oh, you're yeah. Lord Tyrannus. You could have just had, could have just had him just still be Count Dooku, but he's, he's evil now. Yeah, that would have that would have made... had still had Darth Maul and Darth Sidious, and they could have they could have off Darth Maul during the Clone Wars or something. I suppose it's like a code name in some respect, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I feel I feel like that. Yes, they, these are all just things where they had they had zero plans, and then they were like, I mean, that, that was pretty cool. Do you want to? Shall we do more of that? <laughs> you yeah. know, when he's already dead, you know, <laughs> he, he he was kind of a big deal. We should. Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll bring him back. Resurrect we'll bring, him. We'll bring him back. It'll be fine. Yeah, he was he was never dead. <laughs> you know, he got cut in half. He was it's never like, dead. It's like Dave, Dave, we we want to bring back Maul. Huh? He's yeah. dead. It's like just work it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dave Filoni, um I mean we'll get to we'll get to a bit of the Clone Wars. But um with with the Phantom Menace, I just uh it, it's just a, there's like a sheen on it where I can I can just watch it. You know, there's there's no yeah, there's some like some cringy bits, you know, and the CGI is Cause, get, yeah. getting on a bit. I mean, it's not quite PlayStation One. No, no, pixels no, no. No, bad, no. but it, yeah, <laughs> so, I, I've, I've got the, I think I've got the DVD cassette, the first DVD cassette, like the box set that came out mm. when DVDs came out back then, and yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't hold up, does it? Unfortunately, no. but uh, I feel like the. I feel like there there is some shows that really hold up. There's it is a little bit like some some Marvel now where it's like the consistency is kind of really wild. But I feel like the most consistent Marvel films are for me like Infinity War and Endgame where I don't think there's too many bad shots at all in terms of CGI. Right. Yeah. Whereas the other Marvel films have all have some. There's a questionable moment. Yeah, there's, there's a questionable yeah. moment in all of them, and you know, like the internet will be the first thing to point it out. And I feel like, God, if the, if the internet was as um, uh, as such a dominating feature of movies that is now back then. Even back then, it would have been like, God, five years later, it'd be like, wow, look at this shot. It's that it's the texture of. Um, the texture of like skin, so for like creatures or like Jar Jar things like that, are haven't really held up well. I'm not going to say they're bad because for the time they're they're really oh, good. No. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, at the moment, in terms of um, you know holding up, because I believe like Jurassic Park, like the CGI in it holds up fantastically, except for maybe like one shot. Which and- one? Uh, the I don't I don't know the names of dinosaurs. So the long necked dinosaur, <laughs> okay. um, the long necked gentleman. Uh, he the the shot, it kind of looks like when they're coming. Is this where feeding in the tree? 
Yeah. Uh, it, no, because that's, 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 that's practical. Actually, that's practical. So, so you know when uh, they first see in the, the first dinosaur? Yeah. Across, yeah and they they're, see they're, it's kind of like a mid-shot and like the, the texture of like the dinosaur's skin just doesn't look quite right to the eye. And I think that's the only uh, that's the only shot where I'm like, ah, it doesn't quite hold up. But it is the shot. You yeah. know, like it's the money shot. You know, it's one of the most famous um, shots in the film and of cinema of the time. And, you know, because one shot doesn't hold up, doesn't make it bad. It's the same with this movie. There's a lot of good CGI in it, but mainly for things that aren't um, organic, I guess, is probably the best way to describe it. It's more like the... um, So, like, the droids, you know, when they're CGI, they look look good, I think. Or on a more recent, do they not hold up? I think... um... I think the movements of the droids in Phantom Menace are, are reasonable and, and fine. Yeah. C-3PO in Attack of the Clones, Droid Factory. Oh, that's awful. Does, yeah, my, no. does my head in. Yeah, no, no. I, I was in Phantom Menace. I feel like just the, I feel like the, the just normal battle droids. I feel like they they still kind of hold up. Yeah. Again, it's just kind of like it's hard, especially back then. It was hard to get organic matter, you know, especially things like skin and hair still it's still hard to get things like that right for a reason yeah and even back then it's just yeah i just i just don't think that um certain certain shots um hold up it does get better over time and i think revenge of the sith i don't i don't particularly know of any i can't remember too many shots where i was like cool that looks rubbish and that was only what that was six years later but i think from that point obviously technology must yeah have, yeah and i think it actually improved with each film as oh, well. Oh, of course, but, of course, yeah. Um, I know we'll go on to Attack of the Clones, but watching it again recently, I was I was in awe again of like Coruscant, just being that close to. I it. know, I right? Like, yeah. Like, God, the amount of detail in this in this city was exactly was ex- exaggerated. Uh, and I mean, they 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 had that the shot redone for the the special edition, where they have like the celebrations on Coruscant, which I don't even think you. I don't even think they've talked about. They don't talk about like a they don't talk about a central world in um in the original trilogy do they no don't think they do so don't touch on it's only something we see prior to this rather than hear about and then for people who have you know who are you know bigger fans who have been like oh that's uh that the city from uh the changes in the special edition whether they like it or not the uh the introduction of a a planet that is like just one big city. I mean, there are challenges and it could have gone like, it could have been really, it could have gone really bad. It could have gone really badly. And I think, you know, it's one of the central uh, planets uh, in Star Wars now from that point onwards. And, you know, it's it's good that they got it right uh, over the course of three films. I think, again, like you said, it kind of, it just got better over time, you know, see more of it. Um, in different ways, different movies, and it, this might just be my this is my subjective opinion. Of course, it's my subjective opinion. Hmm. Um, in Phantom Menace, I think it's fair to say the brightness of everything is a lot higher you when you com- so. when you compare it to the likes of particularly Revenge of the Sith. Obviously, everything's got yeah. a lot darker and moody then, but I hmm. think it kind of transitions as well through Attack of the Clones notably all right some of it's at night time yeah <laughs> but i think that takes a bit of a tone move on the film as well where you know we're talking about maturity of the films yep 
if we're going to say it's a kiddie film phantom menace is definitely the kiddie film mm. and as it goes through i think you also get to the more more mature and i think that is to do with the the darker the, da- the darkness of the film visually as well mm. and it's uh i feel like there's a there was a bit of a mixture of the um... too much sunshine there was too much sunshine too in much phantom sunshine. menace basically is what i'm saying <laughs> even the, on coruscant there was too much sunshine this uh it was the last one to be filmed using celluloid was the phantom menace after, and then after that, it's digital only. I feel like there is there is just a there's a difference in look as well as the the I guess saturation yeah. really. So I mean, there's a difference in what it feels like and what it looks like. I feel I always feel like the Phantom Menace is. I mean, it's very high budget, but it feels a little bit more independent film yeah and then well, the other two kind of fit together yeah in a I, weird way I, that I, totally I can't agree. really put my finger the, on. I, I think george from memory went heavy on the cgi for the next dude in terms yeah, of like green screens so. everywhere for everything and you can tell between mm. the two of those films that that's very 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 used throughout whereas i think he tried to get a lot of the existing tatooine set in didn't mm. he one of the things that I think that sent him that other way is uh, for the for the pod racing scenes, for the initial ones when like the pod racers aren't moving, they were they were all made or like the majority of them were actually constructed, and then whilst they were filming in Tunisia, they all got destroyed in a storm, or like partially, de- you know, like some some would be completely be- destroyed beyond use basically. So and I mean that's a lot of his own pretty much like his own money. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's getting getting some uh, financial backing from 20th Century, but you know, Lucas is is a lot of it is his own money uh, going into Star Wars because it's George Lucas, and he just kind of saw that as like that's a complete write off. That's not, a loss. Not making that mistake. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I feel <laughs> like doing that, was, that again. I feel like it's, that's not like the only factor. Like it's not the one thing that, but it's a contributing factor to why. There was a lot more CGI in stuff where you in those other two films, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, where you could have kind of think, well, you could have done that practically. I'm trying to think the num- if I'm trying to count up the number of planets they visit in Phantom Menace. So it's mm. Naboo, Coruscant, Tatooine, right? Th- yeah, I don't think there's any three. Others. Yeah, possibly one more in there somewhere, but definitely three. Then you jump to Attack of the Clones, and you've got Coruscant, Geonosis. Camino, hmm. Tatooine again, again. Yeah. Um, Naboo again. Yep, yep, yeah, that, yep, that's that's five already. So I imagine hopping between all these places <laughs> probably has a little little I mean, attack on the purse string. One thing I will give for uh, Attack of the Clones is that Naboo, which I don't know whether they did this initially, but for a lot of scenes, especially like establishing shots. They did go to like location, so they filmed in Italy. I was going to say it's very Venice. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so, so so Venice. Yeah. Now that I've now that I've got my geography hat on, it's um, you know, and so I'll give it that they didn't do, they could have done everything, green screen, because some of these establishing shots, I'm thinking yeah, you could have done that CGI. It was very, even back then, it's it was would have been an easy decision just to be like, now nah, just we'll film on a green screen, just pull the pull the camera back, and we'll just you know. But for them to not go f- whole hog, and I mean, it, it was like a bit of a weird time period where, like this, this new technology meant 
that, you know, it was very, or it was easier to make these things happen on green screen. You know, that technology did exist before the, you know, Star Wars, you know, before other uh, movies in the 90s and stuff like that. But this is when it became like readily accessible to use computer generated imagery on that scale. You know, and you know, it made uh, budgeting. Uh, you know, it it really helps with budgeting constraints and things like that. And you know, for them to in Attack of the Clones, uh, really, for them to, it still it still gets a bad rap because there is a lot of green screen. But I, I, I think that's my understanding of yeah. a lot of the gripes was oh where's all the practical stuff yeah going? You know, why have you just relied on green screen it's it's, it's, it's cheating it, <laughs> it's the characters as well like um in attack of the clones you got like uh uh is it dexter you know his uh the, the, the guy in the uh, diner yeah yeah that one like looking at it now i didn't even realize this till very recently that he has a mustache no yeah but he's got such like it's just like a grey fish. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Like, he's he's just like a uh, he's just like a morphous blob, and yeah. it's just kind of that, that. That's I think something which you know, rightfully like irks people. That it's like, well, you could have just had, you could have had a a character that was a little bit better designed, or you could have just had like a person. I don't know. I mean, you know, with a bit of practical. You know, or you could have done something practically. You know. Yeah. No, I, I can see where you come from that. I felt like the the character of diner chef manager yeah, yeah. was was yeah, very oh, stereotypical of a diner today. Yeah, yeah. If I'm being fair to diner managers <laughs> and chefs, but <clears throat> I it, I believed it, you know, at that point. But no, had no idea he had a moustache. Yeah, and uh, I can yeah, I can understand. I see. I don't want them to change the characters' traits necessarily, necessarily, but I I want them to just I want to be able to look at it and be able to <laughs> not, know what's going not on. Instantly yeah. go. CGI. what is that yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know like it's um unfortunately i do feel with attack of the clones with that as much as you get the introduction of characters that are live action there there are there is because of the scope I, I feel like they really do double down where they're like look we had jar jar binks in the other one but now we're gonna have like 10 more characters that are cgi <laughs> I, I can believe why people are just like i don't think that's good <laughs> you know yeah it was kind of it was almost like finding out you can do a new trick on a computer isn't it oh you want to just keep yeah. doing that trick sort of thing and you know, honestly I, I feel like that is that's 2002 or the year 2001 to around 2004 yeah. like the whole of cinema was like we can, you know, the, you'd had the success of Toy Story, um, and even probably at that point, Toy Story Two, and the whole world did go a bit like CGI mad, <laughs> which I don't. I I feel like we've kind of we like pe- we've peaked our head over yeah, a little bit. Cool. We're using it in using it a bit in more limited but like better capacities at this point in time. Uh, there's still some people that go to the, to the well a bit too much but this was like it was brand spanking new to just be able to do all of this in cgi and it and it be like cost effective you know and yeah we're in that bit of a madness period of like three years where 
Yeah, it was just everyone. Everyone went a bit gaga it, for it. It was. I think it was majority that. I'm sure there would be time factors and budget mm. factors to it as well. But his movie, yeah, <laughs> he, was, his, he was like, I'm his, doing this. His money at the end of I'm the day. Taking, yeah. But uh, yeah, with um, just, uh, yeah, I'll just t- touch the last bit on uh, Phantom Mace before we completely go on to Attack of the Clones. It's just Jewel of the Fates is still, I, f- I think is... Is as iconic as Star Wars. Top theme. three most iconic Star Wars tracks. I'd say top in the top two. I'd say I'd, I'd say it's the Star Wars theme, and then I'd say it's Jewel of Fates. Okay. Only yeah. pipping Darth Vader's, you know, like Imperial, Imperial March, March. Okay. By just by the fact that it's it is just so epic, you oh, know, like absolutely. And Imperial that- March is rec- more recognizable, I'd say, but it, it, Jewel of Fates is just more epic. Yeah, on a, you know the opera factor too. Yeah, yeah, it just totally sells a different mm. a different note to the big triumphant um, Star Wars theme that is, yeah. that starts the film off. I remember when that happened, it, that totally elevated that lightsaber fight. If you go mm. back to the original trilogies, original sorry, trilogy, not putting them down, but the music was a lot more. The tempo of it mm. w- never really got that high with a lightsaber fight. I don't think. I mean, I don't even think for. I don't think for uh, the Obi Wan and Darth Vader fight. I don't think there's any music. It's, or there's like it's the start of the Falcon. Um, you know, when the Falcon flies off and it goes dun 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 dun. Oh, so right, yeah, yeah. That starts that transition. Mm. Uh, just as Obi Wan snuffs it, <laughs> bless him. Um, but then, yeah, all the other lightsaber fights was qu- are quite dark and moody, aren't they? Like yeah. the Return of the Jedi is obviously like an epic, triumphant mm. father versus. It's son. very dark, obviously, yeah. because of the and time. then. Uh, Empire Strikes Back is just Luke getting his butt handed to him, isn't yeah. it? So it's very uh, Imperial marching mm. kind of uh, notes to it. And then you, you, I think that's possibly my most favorite thing of the prequels is how they treat the lightsaber battles mm. in terms of visually and the the backing tracks them. So your point on Jewel of Fates being number two, my favorite track actually is is Anakin versus Obi Wan. Nice. Because yeah. it's got Jewel of Fates in it as well. As, oh, does, yeah. It touched, well, because that transitions into the Yoda and Palpatine um, fight yeah. as well. And that's, there's Jewel of Fates there as well. And I, th- you know, I think it's possibly that battle. But again, the music makes the battle seem even more intense. And obviously, the, the choreography of those lightsaber battles, man. I mean, they turn it up to. Did, did you did you try and replicate these like I did with my. You know, the yeah. old. You so. So uh, our friend Sean, he had uh, he had Darth Maul's lightsaber, and I had um, I either had Obi Wan's and Qui Gon, or just Obi Wan's. And yeah, I mean, as eight year olds would try try your best at M- uh, many a lightsaber broken. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, um, yeah, because they were like the the fold away plastic ones. Um, so they would fold out, but then you'd see as you're folding them back in, just like where the dents were, where they'd just been like f- folded from throwing them too hard at yeah. each other. But uh, yeah, the you are right. The the lightsaber fights in this in this trilogy, they're like next level. That's my favorite meme when you compare them to the sequels as well. How do we go yeah. from this, yeah, like, and then to like <laughs> they see? I've I've heard this theory that basically. 
because Disney's Disney. Everyone forgot how to yeah, like, tame a battle. Yeah. <laughs> because Disney are Disney. They did. They didn't really. They, obviously, they had choreography. That's not. That's not even up for debate. But Disney want you to believe that lightsabers aren't these things that if you if you hit the other person, it will cut their arm off because that's too violent. Even though we've seen that already, but it would. But it would. <laughs> yes. They want. They want you to believe they're more like baseball bats. Mm, okay. And it's just like they just can't have this. This uh, even though it's like an iconic, this part of this part of Star Wars, like the lightsaber is like as iconic as like any of the top tier icons of the series. But Disney are like it's it's like with um, the game Je- uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. They you know there there's no there's no uh, if you cut someone in half like it, it's just it is just a baseball bat with it's a light up baseball bat. Yeah. And um, unlike Force Unleashed, where you can take people's heads and arms off, it's it's just <laughs> you know it's just the Disneyfication had just it got to the lightsabers. You know what I mean? Like the Disneyfication got it got to the characters, it got to the it got yeah. to the weapons, it got to everything. But with the prequel trilogy, it's um, it's it's the pinnacle of of the From, of the series. It's, it's the pinnacle it's Lucas, of the action. It's Lucas in his element. I think. oh a hundred. I think he's looking at this going now. Nah, this can be cooler. Like, Even the I I really love the the other t- well I love the the Luke and Vader battles because they are part of the story. It was the first uh, you know iterations of lightsaber fighting, but but the brief was different there. Wasn't the brief it? was totally different. Uh, I, I recall uh, an article saying like. Uh, Hammer was told this is meant to be a heavy knight sword yeah, yeah. type thing. You, like it's you, you, like it's, you can't just fling this around yeah. like a like a stick type and thing. And then he sees them twenty years <laughs> later, just like, like pirouetting. What? <laughs> he just he he's one hand in that shit. Yeah, you know? I know. So, but one handed stuff looks cooler. So yeah. But yeah, you, you are right. I think the uh, I think it's just George Lucas. Um, this is a part where George Lucas doesn't really, even though it's got. Uh, tie ties into the the story of like what's happening in the movie. It is just one bit where you can just you can just be like, it's just going to be cool. Yeah, it's just going to look cool. <laughs> you know, we're going to get to the story bits of the fight. You know, which is you know, say Anakin getting his arm cut off in Attack of the Clones, or you know, like uh, Qui Gon dying in Phantom Menace, and obviously Anakin versus Obi Wan, which you know people have been waiting decades for. But the first kind of like two thirds of every lightsaber fight is just like, it's like wouldn't a, this be cool? It's almost like a dance. You know, when you yeah. see some of the moves, like just the body movements around and yeah, it's pretty lights being flung around really it fast is, yeah, in, yeah. in a nutshell. But yeah, the oh, just wanted to be one. Yes. I just wanted to be, <laughs> just want to be yeah. you know, it was, it was when you're, when you're looking at it. Um, I mean, obviously all, I think all of them, um, I mean, of the lightsaber fights, I'd say Attack of the Clones is the weakest, but I wouldn't say it's bad. It's not even no. when it's too, even when it's uh, Christopher Lee, who at that point was probably in his late seventies, fighting mean, a tennis ball. Yeah, that, that even that was kind of like. <laughs> I think when I when I looked up on all of that, I was like, oh, oh, that's uh, that's quite a hard thing to. Yeah, I know, do. right? Yeah, poor, poor Christopher Lee. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be. You know, <laughs> such pretending presti- to such a prestigious actor, and he's yeah. literally. Fighting I don't know what must have been going through his head. He must have just been a little bit like, 
I said, he's like, I, I didn't look at that contract. I wonder yeah. if he sort of like looks when you know, looked back and was like, I should have just gone with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I didn't need to do Star Wars. I mean, he was good. I didn't have, I didn't have any problems with his performance. He was, yeah. he was very good in my opinion. He with um, Christopher Lee, he was, he wasn't trying to be anything but the character that was set out for him, which was very much like. You're Christopher Lee, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's called Count. You can totally you know. see the Scaramanga in him. Yeah, he's, yeah, you can see. The Scaramanga's there. You can see, uh, you, uh, you know, especially, they called him Count. He's he's the most famous actor to play um, Dracula. Dracula. Yeah. You know, he Lucas knew what he was doing when, when he was writing this character. Whether he had Lee signed on or not to do it already, you know... Um, he knew what he was doing or if it was rewrites where he's just like I'm going to call him Count and Count D you know like Count, Count, D. Count D do you know what I mean so he knew what he, he knew what he was doing when he was writing for Christopher Lee um, and you know for for him to k- kind of be uh, you know like a, they had to do a different character to Darth Maul yeah. they couldn't just have like yeah, it's, it's going to be like Darth Maul, but it's the next movie because we killed him off. Yeah. Um, they went the whole other way. They they weren't like, oh, this martial artist, you know, this, this. Um, I mean, obviously, it, the Phantom Menace is called the Phantom Menace because of Darth Maul. But they, you oh. know, they could have had... You feel it's called that because of Darth Maul, do you? Yeah. Oh, I took that as... Sidious, Pal- Palpatine. Yeah. Because they knew that he was there. Interesting. But didn't know who he was. Could it could be taken either way? And then and then we're dipping into the whole all the Star Wars films and named wrong. Ah yes, I have seen that meme. And I was like, ah, oh. and I, I I'm correct. Like if they all switched around, I, I wouldn't. It, it would work. Wouldn't batter an eyelid because it, it does work. Yeah. But yeah, they did go the complete opposite direction, which was a good idea, I think. Um, and for them to get someone like Christopher Lee, prestigious uh, prestigious actor, if I can get the words out, you know, he's got uh, he can bring so much. I'm just kind of, I was just kind of disappointed that that time where he, um, he was the the bad guy in, in episode two, and the way it ends is like, oh, we're gonna see a lot more of him, and then he immediately <laughs> gets killed off. <laughs> I, immediately gets killed off. I, I was surprised by that too when I saw that. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> Do you know what, mate? Uh, it's a sport. Uh, speaking of. Um, you know, we we speak on you know like the internet being so, being so um, such a big factor for for films or not. You know, like in the case of Phantom Menace, it was kind of was kind of wasn't. But the with Revenge of the Sith, definitely was because um, a I got I got Count Dooku's death spoiled for me by someone who had already seen the film somehow. Um, someone I knew uh, and I just didn't believe them like he because they said it's like I was like oh I wonder what like Count Dooku's like in this this third film like yeah, and he, he's, he's he, he just goes <laughs> he, he dies in the first 10 minutes I, I thought he was joking you know because that does sound like a joke doesn't it like oh he's dead in the first 10 minutes of the movie yeah. when you've just had a whole film of them building him up to be um, the leader of the Separatists and you know the Separatists have the Death Star plans yeah. and you know, what's Palpatine going to do next, X, Y, Z. What Palpatine's going to do next is just let him die, you know? And I was just like... Pretty much just switch the switch, don't you? And I just just remember just uh, being in the film. uh, Actually, what happened before that, so this had already been spoiled for me, but then it got double spoiled for me when I saw a gif 
my uh, saw the first my first ever gif of him just getting killed. Wow. And I was just like, what is going on? Why? <laughs> so it was like the first 15 minutes or the you know, the first big thing that happened in, in the Revenge of the Sith got spoiled for me, not once but twice. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like I was like, oh god! I'm, I was more like, thank God I hadn't heard anything else about this film. Uh, I, I don't think I, me- I remember spoilers back then. Yeah, I just it was. I think it was probably the first time I'd ever had anything in a movie spoiled for me. That's a pretty big moment. That's a big moment, isn't it? God, just and I, I can't remember who you know, I got, got spoiled for me. But I was talking to someone on MSN Messenger. God, I, hope, how it, long ago I hope it wasn't me. I do. No, 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 definitely. I don't not. know how I would have seen it before you. No, but... no, definitely not. It's. Um, Otherwise, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah, exactly. I'd still be, I'd get, still be bitter. It would be bitter, yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, no but, more Oakmill Park kick, kickabout yeah. ever again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with uh, with Count Dooku, I feel like it's uh, a character that he gets fleshed out a little bit more in the Clone Wars series. I, I liked the Obi-Wan and Count Dooku interaction. Yeah, me too, yeah. I thought that was a bit underplayed. That could have been a bit of a longer scene. Could have been a longer scene. Could have had more interaction. Um, it was a good dynamic, you know, Having a master of the master, um, you know, I think that's why I wanted it. I wanted, yeah. I want to learn more about what Qui Gon, yeah. you know, was like. <laughs> you know, kind of uh, ironically, you're like, love these two in the scene. Want to know more about Qui Gon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, and again, this is possibly where you know, Clone Wars, the amazing thing that it is. Mm. It's always lovely to say it in hindsight, but if it could have happened yeah in between the films yeah that would have been wonderful cool. if they if it would have if they really banged out eight seasons eight seasons in between <laughs> the three years or whatever it was between the films it just would have helped the anakin character i think so yeah. problems i think a lot a lot more. of a lot of um a lot of anakin's redemption not in the series but like reception wise uh, is due to clone wars um and yeah, it's, it's, it is a little bit like... Oh, I mean, the, the Clone Wars uh, cartoon... Again, I was probably about the right age. I mean, it was just kind of a cool thing. But it didn't really, it didn't really flesh out anything. No. It was, because they were just like 15-minute cartoons, you know, for two series. For like... I mean, you can watch them all in like an hour and a half or yep. something. It it didn't really it wasn't any it wasn't any character building it was more just like here's look what, a cool cartoon here's what happens right before yeah Avengers Sith starts kind of thing yeah. isn't it and, I mean I'm kind of kind of kind of a little bit baffled why they didn't do that in the Clone Wars animated like 3D animated there, there's one. there's it, well where I, I only recall the two episodes where they're really long and mm. you get a really fast run through of Anakin developing from Padawan to Jedi Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just distinctly remember his whatever his little hair braid thing being yeah, cut yeah. off. Mm. But that went very, very quickly. Yeah. And what they missed in that series, which they capture in Clone Wars, is the mm. relationship between Obi Wan and Anakin, oh, course, the banter yeah. and the whole "You are my brother, Anakin." Mm. Like, really? You don't? I don't get much of a brotherly vibe. I mean, it's, from it's, these two films, like you don't re- you don't really strike me that you like each other that much in Attack of the Clones, <laughs> yeah. and then come Revenge of the Sith, it's kind of like oh, Bants. Yeah, it's it's, it's a little bit more established um, in Revenge of the Sith. Like you, you can I mean, kind of have a little bit of a, a, a having a window into one part of the relationship to the next is is like when you see it in Revenge of the Sith, you are a little bit like oh, you, you can get it. But it is also uh, 
that's like just like the tip of the iceberg. And then we, if you literally look at it, it's like the Clone Wars is the rest, yeah. the animated series. Um, it is just a little bit disappointing that it didn't come earlier. When you say about like uh, the you and my brother, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go watch the Clone Wars series to to make to actually like to actually see that. that. Yeah, which is just kind of unfortunate. Um, but that's that's the dialogue issues that we're yeah. It, but it is of. it is good. I I didn't like because uh, I went to see obviously the animated. Um, I think in like 2007 they had an animated film, didn't they? Yeah. To kick it off, Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't yeah. even like it. I. Wasn't, found, wasn't I found Ahsoka Tano very difficult to like in yeah. that? Um, yeah, I, it was such a different take for Anakin Skywalker, which I now really appreciate. Yeah, yeah. At that, but that time I was like, oh, this is too different. Mm. I don't, I don't like different. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't like change. Um, it's, it, it, yeah, I just, I, again, not to not to toot it too much, but I don't think that was it wasn't aimed at us either. That is something that is a little bit you might be right because yeah. I at that time I was what like seventeen, eighteen. So you know I, I don't think I, it was really aimed for me. I was watching them <clears throat> legally ish <laughs> <laughs> while I was at uni. Yeah, and it was kind of a you know you got three hours a day to kill kind of thing. So I was just working my way through all of them, and the first two seasons of Clone Wars were. We're a bit of a slog. Yeah. That's exactly why I said to Sean. And then you get to Ahsoka being sensible and smart. Mm. And it's like, oh. And then Anakin comes out a bit more of this less arrogant and more of a wiser kind of person. And you start seeing, you really get on this relationship with him and Obi-Wan. And then you get all the nice touches on all the other Jedi that are in there. Mm. You know, you learn that Mace Windu is truly a dick. (laughs) More so in the Clone Wars than, than in the actual films. And, you know, Samuel, love you and everything, but definitely Mace, Win- Mace Windu was not a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's 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 a good it's a good series to accompany these movies. You know, like um, there's always going to be a, a want for more Star Wars, and there's always going to be a want for more of like this time period yeah. because of because of the characters. You know, because what they become the characters as well. So there's always going to be the um, the want for more more content in that in that square in that space, you know. And I feel like the Clone Wars, and it just gets better over time. The Clone Wars series, um, you are correct, a hundred percent. The first two series, and there's a lot of episodes as well. So it's like, and they're all out of sync. <laughs> they're all out of sync, which at first just threw me right off. I was just like, I'm not having this. Um, make it linear or or just I'm not going to bother and then coming back once there was like quite a few series quite a few seasons yeah kind of had to force myself to get through the first two but then after the first two again the animation gets better the the voice actor gets better some of the uh, stories get better and then I mean the last series which they they you know revived uh, after the Disney merger, Powerful I mean, stuff. it was it, it's top tier Star Wars Powerful stuff. Yeah, you know, you, you might people these um, in this current uh, era loving the Mandalorian, saying that that's you know top tier Star Wars. I'd say that and the last series of the Clone Wars are probably some of the best Star Wars, and definitely some of the best Disney but, Star Wars. But again. Unfortunately, I feel like that's a lesson from the sequels. I let oh yeah, what you say that they um, 
but they uh yeah took, i mean cause... Took, took the time to process it yeah work it out think it through <laughs> oh how how is this going to hit on the whole on the whole heartstrings? How's this going to hit on all the Star Wars mm. lore over there and over there? And I mean, we really only have one person to thank for trying to drag up that, and that's uh, no, no, we don't have just one person, but we have one person who's consistent, intrinsically linked consistent in it, yeah, intrinsically linked between uh, what the fans have had prior, and then that transitioning well to to what we're getting now yeah. uh stay Filoni. so i think one of the quotes i saw around i don't know if it was him that said it or if it was just someone writing about him it was more like i'm not overwriting the sequels or the prequels <laughs> i'm just improving them right you know he's just adding to the to the background to the flavor <laughs> and everything it's like, mm-hmm. or so you could just stoke, it's one way just, it's one way to look at it but, or you could just override them yeah yeah we, we wouldn't mind <laughs> Any, but the, <clears throat> Sorry, uh, slid off of Attack of the Clones there, didn't we? Yeah. So I said my opinion had swayed a bit more on this. Mm. Now, I remember in my youth, it was my least favourite yeah, yeah. because of the romance angle. <laughs> it was just pure cringe. Not just, not just because of, not because of the dialogue. But yeah. I mean, yeah, the romance is cringe, but it's cringe because of the dialogue. Yeah, so that was why. But yeah. that still was an issue for me. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but looking I at it... I thought you were going to be like, and now I love and it. And now I love it, God. Uh, yeah, I can see you just like, and it's still an issue. But it is still an issue. What I now have come to appreciate a bit more is actually how much good stuff in terms of action sequences mm. we get in that film from the chase sequence through Coruscant yep. to space battle Obi-Wan and Django. Yes. Kamino, Obi-Wan and Django. Yep. The, that Geonosis Jedi battle. It was like, wow, look at, look at, oh, who's he? Who's he? Who's he? Who's he? Who's he? Who's he? Who's, he? who's she? You know, and then you get all the toys that follow that as well with mm. the backstories. Like, oh God, it's, it's like mind blown. All these characters are in there, which I, you, your comment was there's now like 20 or 10 CGI characters now. Yeah. I felt like you went from 15 characters in Phantom Menace yeah. to 50 characters oh, yes. yeah, yeah. in Attack of the Clones, which had some gravitas to them and yeah. everyone wanted to know a bit more about. Yeah. So that that was another lifting element for me. I didn't. I don't think I really appreciated that. That's that was obviously the kickoff, as you say, of the the Clone Wars, which introduced more of these characters. That um the the battle on Geonosis, like when the clone troopers turn up, I'm like that's like some of my favourite Star Wars. Case in point, uh, Battlefront Two. We were just playing a bit earlier, weren't we? Yeah. I think one of my favourite maps on that game is the Geonosis battle. Yeah. Because they get that so right, they get it so it, it's right. It's like being in, in the film, mm. you know, because it's such an epic battle scene. And again, a few of the other games that I've played of Star Wars, they seem to really hit that mm. battle right as well. Yeah, it's um, it's got it's it's definitely got its faults, and you know, I'm definitely going to sound like a bit of a broken record on this on this podcast, but the 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 bits that they get right they do they do get it right and like we said the the battles some some elements i'm a, i'm a little bit looking back i'm 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 just a bit quizzical as to their decision i mean i i, I don't know why but obi-wan just looks a bit off yeah like what's with the hair what's with the hair, with the hair? <laughs> he's going through like a bit of a 
Is he going through a bit of a midlife is he, crisis? Is he like just pop back to the eighties or something? To yeah, it's a bit. Golden I, it, I don't, I, it's not. It's not throwing me off the whole thing. It's just something. Whenever I look at, it, I'm like, who does? Who ticked that box? Yeah. George, no, obviously. I, but I'm, I'm with you on that. The, the hair throws me. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Hayden Christensen. Oh God. As an actor. You've referenced him a couple of times, I think. It's not very good. In, in previous casts. And um, I am not an actor myself, so I do not have no, a place yeah, to no. critique an actor. Oh, Hayden Christensen is infinitely a better actor than I am. But um, whether it's the script he's been given... Oh, I, I think which, a which mixture. Doesn't, which doesn't do him any justice. Yeah. His, uh, his conviction in some of the lines... I feel like it's it, it maybe is just Spoiled a, brat, right? Yeah, it is right. maybe just a little bit like what I was saying for um Armored Best where it is just a mixture. And I mean like the 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 dynamic between a director and an actor is obviously is obviously one of just like give and take and the director is trying to get his vision across using what the actor is giving and it is is just like a a concoction really and i don't think either party gets the concoction right no uh, the direction's not good and the feedback to the directing is just not good either and it just is is one of the obviously rightfully so one of the most lambasted bits of the prequel trilogy so and they're not wrong uh, as much as i can look I can look past a lot of things. This is one of the things where I'm just like, no, they they got it right. It's just pretty bad. Um, and yet, mainly been, in attack. And yet he's been called back, <laughs> and he's been called back, which is a nice touch because you know they. He is Anakin, right? I know for that, for that's his, that's his role for the for whether you like Hayden Christensen in the role or not. Whether you can be, uh, you can be critical as well. And here's the thing: I think he's better in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. He's just got a little bit more than, like you said, he's got a little bit of like spoiled brat. A kind of there isn't really for for a hero of the yeah. story. He's not a likable. He's not a likable person. I feel like that's probably on purpose to a certain degree. But, um, yeah. I mean, I don't think his acting when he... When he's angry about his mother's death. So that, I'm totally on board with. Yeah. I, I would flip a switch at that as well. Yeah. But you don't have to be... Um, Murderous about it. No, I wasn't going to say <laughs> that. I was Building up to that, you don't have to be... Well, I've said sport brat. He doesn't have to play that constant challenge and that childish nature of of himself the oh. whole way through it yeah it just needs to come in spells yeah you know we need to know that there's a little bit of arrogance in him yeah so he pushes back on obi-wan here he does it's just because it's so constant it makes it hard for me to like that character of course which is supposed to be that one of the heroes you're supposed, of the story. To, you're supposed to like him up until his turn you know? pretty much sure. and that's you know because you don't like him well for me because i didn't like him as yeah. much at that point I kind of didn't feel a great deal of like uh, yeah. it wasn't until we started you know hacking at people I yeah like, I mean oh. we're going to get on to Revengers yeah. if where you know 
gonna get onto like the the bit where George was like, yeah, just show murdering children, kill the kids, just kill the kids. We don't need. Them. I mean, <laughs> he did kind of corner himself in Revenge of Sith, where wasn't um, George Lucas's son in one of the? Yeah, it was he gets, he gets killed scenes. by some clone troopers. Ah, oh, he's out by Bail Organa, isn't he? On the, yeah, on, yeah. on that bridge thing, yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, he did back himself into a corner a little bit, George, where he was like, yeah, no, no, again, they retconned that as well, where they're like, no Jedi survived. <laughs> and now, like, we're in 20, uh, we're in 2022. It's still, like, it's still like hundreds out there, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, we're, we're, we're in 2022, and, you know, for the whole of the original trilogy, and even during, like, production of the prequel trilogy, he's like, yep, yeah, there's not going to be, it's not going to be any Jedi left except for Obi-Wan and Yoda. Even up to Revenge of the Sith, you're like, yeah, that's true. And now I could probably count on my hand about five. Yeah. You know. I mean, technically, Ahsoka doesn't class herself as a Jedi. Force users. Let's go. Let's go for force users. Let's split hairs there, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like the, the, the acting was at its worst. This is just my opinion. But the acting was at its worst specifically for Hayden. The apex was like, Attack of the Clones. I know he's not in Phantom Menace, but the the apex of the the bad that'd accident. Be, that'd be weird if he was in Phantom Menace, wouldn't it? Like put put his face on that <laughs> little Anakin. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I do think that for 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 correct reasons, it's it's pretty much universally panned, and I think it's better in Revenge of the Sith. I agree. I feel like their dynamic is better, which helps with the not so great dialogue, and it helps. It, the not so great acts. It's just not great from the start, though, is it? Like that elevator no. scene where they're going up to meet them. It's such a it's like, just a boring it's interaction. Like, you're sweating. Relax. Yeah. It's like this is really not interesting. It's like I haven't seen her since I was nine years old. It's like it, it's we so, we know. Yeah. That that line wasn't needed to yeah. to express that. I don't think. And imagine um, and imagine uh, other other movies where say imagine if you uh introduced Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator by him just like getting in a lift and having a conversation <laughs> like how boring that is I'm going to say this like uh, one of our that was that's what was missing from the <laughs> scene the lift music <laughs> yeah. the lift music yeah. would have really just elevated and that if the lot. lift music was dun, 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 or like <laughs> Terminator theme yeah. uh, anyway the um, just the George Lucas is and especially the last two or maybe even just mainly Attack of the Clones, it is really evident that, like, the kind of... The shots he's using and the direction, and it's just, a lot of it is just kind of, like, bland and boring, and, like, there's, like, no but movement. Just, and... You talk about the, the direction and, and the response from Hayden. Like, yeah. Even in that scene, Lift For Me, they're just... You're right, it's a boring scene. They're, yeah. they're just standing there. There's no, like charismatic poses that's, no one's leaning against the glass no one's yeah. looking out the window or anything there's no they're, character building in like the, they're, the, they're the just the standing direction. there and talking yeah. which is it's not and it's as an introduction and to one of the i know i know obviously anakin was in the the phantom menace but as a child you, you now know that it's going to be anakin bef- just before he's darth vader mm-hmm. um darth vader is one of the most iconic characters in cinema and his introduction into this trilogy as a character is he's in an elevator having a conversation 
honestly, I you need to just slap you, George you, Lucas you need, around the face. You need a cut scene to a battle yeah. scene yeah. type thing. And he's just smashing up some yeah. droids or animals. Or they're taking on a giant beast or something. They talk yep. about a nest of gun darks or something. Yep. Why didn't we cut into that? Yeah. And well, don't tra- tell me. And then it's a transmission from Yoda going, need you back on Coruscant. Yeah, this, we do. This, this is one of the... You know, one of the things that people must be sick of us saying is, show me, don't tell me, is yeah. like... Is, is like fundamental for cinema because it is that medium it is is a visual medium and this is one of those things where it, that is that what you just described is is perfect you you could have short the first you obviously you have the assassination attempt that starts off the movie um then you cut to you know like oh you cut to obi-wan first and you know you have this scene developing the, the details are really really don't matter that much and then Anakin is introduced by Obi-Wan, by Obi-Wan saying his name yeah. rather than, I mean, forget the lift, you know, just yeah. you introduce a character and then you cut to some cool shot of Anakin being introduced to the, the this universe. I felt like he needed to set the, Anakin's a really cool Jedi at this yeah. point. He really knows what he's doing. But they didn't do that. But, <laughs> but they didn't, they the lift is better, obviously. Yeah, cool. It's, um, it, it, it you know cuts down on that budget because we're you, talking about CGI. You right? could have bought into the whole, oh god, Anakin's sick. Look at that movie. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he's pushing back on Obi Wan. Oh no, mm. he's oh he thinks he's all that kind of thing. Yeah. And then it makes sense. You know, you, you get the whole. Well, he's pretty good. I, I can see where he's coming from. We really do have a, a knack of like fixing films uh, on this, but they're already I've, broken. I've had actually. a long time. To yeah, yeah. About this. <laughs> <laughs> it's that. Well, Attack of the Clones is uh, probably this week or next week is uh, twenty years old. No. Yeah. God. <laughs> old. See. Why does the Phantom Menace seem like a a lot older film? Yeah, than it, it's, even it's though that, it's three years. It's obviously that level of CGI, isn't it? Yeah, just even that was just like slightly. when you say nineteen ninety nine, you're like that's pre millennium. That's yeah. like a long time ago, and then three years later, you know, Attack of the Clones. You're like, oh, that was only like what, like ten years ago? <laughs> For those no. who don't know, that's Nokia thirty three ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 1999 is definitely Nokia 3310 territory. But um, yeah, the the introduction of one of the most iconic characters is done in a lift and it's just, it's a it's such a, a misstep. Definitely a bit flat. Yeah. And that just really sums up the film, the directing and the acting. That, that scene itself where it's just like, it was kind of like they're out of ideas on like what to do. They've just got them two in a lift, like talking. Yeah. And the direction is so flat because the scene is flat. And there's no camera movement. It's kind of like a little bit uh, representative of like about 70% of like those two movies. And who's the first person he sees? Not the person that he's been romanticizing about for the last nine years. There's no, yeah. like, there's no like, oh, there she is. Yeah. Obi-Wan. Yes. It's Jar Jar. God, you're still here. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, oh. whenever whenever I see that, see that scene, I'm just like, I, I have a bit of a flashback to like, to watching Attack of the Clones for the first time and just being like the one character you could have dropped, you could have just like never, we could have just like never seen him again. And I don't, I don't think they were like trying to force him in either. Like they just, why no, just no more Jar Jar. But he he still remains. Hey ho, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, definitely my favorite. Yeah, possibly I may not I may not appease you here. 
I think my favorite opening sequence of any Star Wars film. Oh yeah, I'll get a go. Yeah, that's that's great. And the opening music as well, like the big drum beat, mm. how it kicks off, really sets the Revenge tone. Revenge of the Sith. Um, the only unfortunate thing about Revenge of the Sith is the Clone Wars is such a like a big thing that happens in this universe. You see the start and then you see the end. Yeah. And it's it's a little bit like the emotional impact of like what's happened between that is like there is there is a void. I know I know it, you it, might be like, well, the, the Clone Wars exists for that reason, but there's a lot need, of people who just watch the movies. It kind of needs I don't, I don't, no, I'm not gonna say it. no, I'm gonna take that back. I was gonna say it kinda needs a, a rogue one in between Attack of the Clones and <laughs> That would have been that would have been interesting. But, I'm going to take that back. I think Clone Wars does it does yeah. it justice. Oh yeah, it does. I, I take, take that back. Yeah. Um, I think Clone Wars is perfect for for fitting that purpose. But uh, the, the the I mean the shots and like you said the music, um, is is fantastic. And yeah, you're right. I feel I feel like it's the actually I don't know is does anything really beat Episode Four? The, what, like the, such an the original, the original Star Destroyer yeah. coming. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not denying that. Yeah, the, the spectacle of that at the yeah. time is is that. Is impressive. it your favorite? Is this this is my favorite. I'd say it's my favorite. This is my well. favorite. I wouldn't definitely. say it's the best. okay. Yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna keep it as just my favorite. Yeah, it, it's the yeah. most hyped I've been immediately mm. in a Star Wars film. Oh think, yeah, because of the dum dum starfighters and then whoa look yep. at, god, there's so many starships around and following and, following them uh, following them through the. Through the battle is like yeah. such a great shot. Yeah, you know? no, it was perfect, and a tremendous per- use of perfect CGI. Way. Star Wars, literally a war in the stars. Yeah, right there. I mean, it's uh, yeah, and then to transition into the they do they do have. Are you going to touch on dialogue here? Yeah, I mean, I mean, ugh, the dialogue is. Um, because the rapport, what you were about to say, I felt was a, a, a lot what I was expecting Yeah, for a brotherly kind yeah, of relationship. Yeah. You know? yeah. Have you noticed the shields are still up? You know, the, yeah. The sarcasm out of everyone. Is, yeah, I mean, that, that is the point. Like, yeah. you are you are taking the piss out of each other, basically. Yeah, um, yeah I, f- I feel like they, they, they immediately have you thinking that these two have spent three years together i know they're in a war that it's not supposed to be like fun yeah but they because they are in such close proximity such close quarters that you know they they do just have that relationship and it's better it's it's better uh manifested here than then literally them saying oh they've been padawan and master for 10 years or something yeah there's, it's more believable for those three years yeah. rather than the, yeah, yeah, the than him seeing him as like a ten year old all the way up to. But even like that, even something. that kind of sequence that we were just talking about for Attack of the Clones, yeah. introducing those two mm. would have worked. Yeah, back in Attack. Oh, a hundred percent. That yeah. would that would have slotted right in if they were coming back from somewhere. You know, if they were you know coming to Coruscant for for that reason. You know, in Attack of the Clones. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's good that they slipped in here because if they'd done another elevator scene, <laughs> that would have just been so boring. Just, just start at the elevator going up to get Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, 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 the 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 start of Revenge of the Sith, and I mean, I'd say it's my favorite of the trilogy as well. Um, 
there's there's a lot less points that I'm I'm like oh, that's quite bad. It's just a really I think it's just a really enjoyable film. I even by itself, apart from you know moments of dialogue that we've obviously referenced several yeah. times this evening. Yeah, uh, I can't think of anything overly bad apart from the end sequence of chopping off limbs and things and the dial that that's the real sticking point for me the, the really dialogue. yeah i i think that kind of falls down a little bit for me mm. but anything else in that film the whole you know you're breaking my heart mm. <laughs> the the death by oh right <laughs> the death by <laughs> broken heart or whatever yeah. that is you know i mean if if he if the dialogue was that she sustained heavy injuries mm. and they had to operate on her to save the babies, yeah. if they explain that a bit better, rather than we can't explain what's happened, she's losing the will to die, uh, losing the will to live, <laughs> lost the will to die. Some of us are gaining the will to <laughs> die. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, you could have done that a bit better, I suppose. Oh well, they could have done it a lot better. Uh, um, you know, it's just it is again. There are uh, see, I I again, it's just. I do find it the most enjoyable, but the the sorry, I'm, I'm again, nodding. I'm nodding with. I'm yeah, the, the the blemishes <laughs> are 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 quite grand. Right. You know, saying that she's losing, she's just lost the will to live. She she literally just had two kids. You could have totally spun that of you know the could, injuries aspect. They could have just died during childbirth. They, yeah. that people do that. That's that's believable. So, but they didn't decide to do that. <laughs> they decided to actually go very Disney about it. She just doesn't want to live anymore. She just doesn't want to live anymore She's after having there. two children. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty green. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so they're, they're. Don't get me wrong. There's things like that that are peppered throughout the film. I'm quite curious as to how no one questioned where these children went. Cause that's people, true. Because people had clearly met Padme mm. throughout her pregnancy. Yep. And no one's gone. Hmm. Maybe they. Maybe they were told that the kids died. Surely they'd have been. Because uh, I mean, I'm only a select for it. Surely they'd have been buried with her at that ceremony thing True. on Naboo. But we're not gonna. We're not yeah. gonna get into. We're not we're, gonna get into. We're not reworking like funerals. No, are. yeah, definitely not. So, but, sorry, uh, most enjoyable. Absolutely, um, loved every planet they went to. I know, right? Like yeah. even the the design was even amazing. the Jedi. What we call that the Jedi Holocaust type event. Yeah. The whole, it's not the right term at all, is it? I mean, just... Uh, the Jedi genocide. I guess sacking of the Jedi the sacking temple. Sacking of the Jedi, yeah. yeah. So that scene from when that starts, the music, again, that'll be my top five. Anakin's yeah. Dark, dark yeah, yeah. Deeds, that really hit on the old heartstrings when I saw all the Jedi being gunned down. Mm. Because, you know, being young that we are and you aspire to be a Jedi. Mm. Impossible, but aspire to be one nonetheless. And they're all just being betrayed by the... Clone, clone troopers, troopers which you later learn in Clone Wars are actually really cool and yeah. have great characters themselves something that also adds you know Clone Wars also adds that the clone troopers are actually like really cool and rather than just being these clones you know stepping off a little bit but they've, they've people have put these scenes together now where they've meshed Order mm. 66 in the films with the games with the Clone Wars mm. with Bad Batch yeah there's a Bad yep, Batch yep. scene in that as well and they just mesh them all together where it kind of all collaborate and it really hits differently yeah. now that you know what the clones are and what they've gone through and this totally isn't their choice. They've got their own personalities. And yeah, stuff. it really hits differently thinking, oh, they're just stormtroopers in disguise. They were going to do mm. this all along until they explain the process right, yeah. behind it. And it's like, oh. 
I mean, that's uh, one of the, the one of the best bits of the movie is Order sixty six, which I mean, you're always curious as to how they were going to do this, um, but I don't think you could really, I don't think you could really make something much better than that. No, no, I, I perfectly logical. I, yeah, you know, it's. <laughs> To get get your armies to kill your generals, yeah. It's just uh, it's just a an absolutely it's a great scene as well because you know you transition from loads of different more locations to... and it doesn't feel too fast either. Like, no, no, it, no, it goes really quickly. Yeah, it's only about a minute and a half of footage, I think. Mm. But you see what like ten different Jedi maybe hit yeah. it, I think, and then a bit obviously more in the Jedi Temple, and yeah, really. The pace of that film really slows, isn't it? Because you're taking yeah. so much damage yeah. <laughs> at the same time. So, oh no, yeah. don't kill that one, please. It's um, not Plo Koon. One, th- one thing that I didn't, one thing that I have a bit of an issue with is the speed in which Anakin turns. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like, uh, obviously, again, if you have watched The Clone Wars, like you, you, it makes that longer. But let's just keep it to the movies. I mean, Anakin in Attack of the Clones, he does hit out at, like, Sam people who murdered his own mother, which... Justified? Even then, it's like, that's... He's like, it's like, cool motive, still murder. Uh, <laughs> Brutally 9-9. You know? He's technically a police force of some sort in the galaxy, <laughs> yeah. you know. Cool motive, still matter. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, he, he's he's ha- taken an act of revenge. You know, like obviously that could see him being his first step to turning to the dark side. But then, if you think about it, the next next thing is he beheads someone. Right. So who who is talk, like we're, we're a general? About, we're talking about Dooku, right? Aren't yeah. We? So uh, yeah, that scene didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, the whole kill him, kill him now. I was like. But we need him alive yeah. to end the war. Yeah. If I kill him, the war's just gonna continue, no? Yeah. He's like, no, do it. It's too dangerous to be alive. Like, oh. And then the the whole Yeah, the rest of the movie just kind of it, it really just ramps up the the transition. Which I mean You kind of go from that straight into the scene with Pabe's like, oh, I don't feel like the Jedi I should be. I'm I want more. And, yeah. You know, it's that like this like you where said, was this before where, yeah. like, I know you had a bit of a dark side yeah. evident in Attack of the Clones but not this wh- much why why is this happening to yeah. you what you know we need to see a bit of outside influence on hmm. is Palpatine pulling some strings here is he hmm. using his influence to steer him a little bit was there a moment in <laughs> I mean they've only got the certain amount of time for this whole movie like but it it did just feel a little bit like we have to get to that point, you know, which is, you know, <laughs> it's a, fair it's a long film though, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah. it's like two and a half hours long that film. But uh, yeah, I just, I just felt like that was, um, it was just a, a little bit too quick. Like the velocity was just a bit too much on how he got to that, got to that point of like, I'm evil now, you know, just like, uh, I used yeah, to, like, like, there was a little bit of evil, not evil in me, but there was like, just like I've rage. Been, and I've anger. been pushed over now. I, I can't, I think if you were to view it as, you know the the secret the scene where um you're on the council but you're not currently the rank mm. master that's that's a weird thing for him to get upset about I yeah think. yeah 
um, the whole we want you to spy on your friend and mentor. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that totally being <laughs> yeah. a, a key factor in, oh, I don't think you guys are as good as you make out. Yeah. If they'd made more of that, I think, mm. as part of his journey to a... Yeah. They, they should have built the foundation on that rather than uh, kind of really skipping over it after a little while. Yeah, yeah. And the whole... Um, considering how quickly he beheaded Dooku yeah. for being a Sith Lord yeah, and pretty much just had a conversation with Palpatine. Mm. You know, about, you know. Yeah, that's that's one thing as well where I'm just like, they did... I know they, they, have, a, they have been talking since you know they, they, they've they've been in close proximity for years but in terms of what we actually see as an audience is is quite minimal um and he is kind of swayed by one conversation and it's kind of like if, if you know that guy is the big bad who's who the jedi seem to understand is behind everything yeah including the separatist movement yeah you'd think i'm gonna stay here i'm gonna call for backup mm. Don't move. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That that's how that probably should have played out in a sensible scenario. In or in, he, or in not have, an action or, movie. Or he'd have tried to take him on himself. Yeah, yeah. He probably would have lost that fight, wouldn't he? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it was it was just something that only in hindsight am I able to just be like, could have just reworked it just a little bit. But again, it's still still an enjoyable movie. I mean, the the action in from the from the very beginning. Um, you know, is good. Ele- um, elevated from Attack of the Clones, I think. Yeah, every, every battle yep. was 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 a notch up on the last film. Spe- yeah, even lightsaber battle, even the, even as brief as the lightsaber battle was at the beginning. Yeah, I like that. Um, even though it's double sport for me. Um, <laughs> Obi Wan just needs to learn not to take on Dooku. He's yeah, clearly, no. he's clearly crap at going yeah, against no. Dooku, isn't he? <laughs> and then you know, what can you say about the uh, the final the final battle? The the lightsaber fight that had to live up to expectations so long in the making, you know, they had their their initial fight in seventy seven. So, <laughs> so underwhelming. <laughs> like, when you look at it, someone's done a, a, a remake of that battle, haven't they? Yeah. Like which which looks amazing. But um, yeah, yeah that, that battle of like <laughs> just flicking the lightsabers yeah. in in, the, sticks, in a new hope, basically. isn't it? No, I, I appreciate the technology. It's very very different back then but yeah man that battle on on Mustafar was yeah. was on another level and I could watch it I could watch it any day of the week it's 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 what I'm going to say and being entertained it's, it's the music again mm. it's the choreography and it's the the stakes as well isn't it you know, yeah you yeah. really feel that this is the good and evil yeah this is it of um well they're, they're basically fighting for for Anakin's life basically yeah and uh it's just if if any of the um any of the three main aspects i'm talking like the camera work the choreography music if any of them were not top notch this is the payoff of six movies you know this is the payoff of like people have been had this in their heads of what it'd be like for 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 years and if any of those had been like mid it would have been a bit of a disappointment yeah but it wasn't, and uh, you know no, they, you, you they tell were, how hard they worked. It's because they, they they put months into that choreography of that fight, didn't they? Mm. And I think e- they did it for a year. Even the um, even the Yoda and Palpatine fight, which is I'm assuming pretty much all CGI, bar a couple of scenes, mm. 
that still had a pretty you know red and good, green, yeah. cl- classic bad and good colors yeah. up against each other and i think i thought you were going to touch on it on attack of the clones where the flipping yoda around dooku <laughs> see you know what i don't really i don't really mind it but people at, absolutely but hate at, it but at the time i was like Yoda, yeah. yeah, yeah, like and he whips out that. Well, doesn't whip out. He grabs it, like the force pulls it out, mm. isn't he? It's like, oh shit, Yoda's about to go, and then he does all this backflip. And he's like, hang on a minute, you walk with a cane, yeah. Like, where's this coming from? <laughs> I don't, see. I don't mind it, and especially again, it was just probably because I, I was just of the age. Well, I was just like that. He's just doing cool shit. But yeah, I totally agree. I was blown away by the by the lightsaber fights in that film, mm. and for them to. Uh, interchange you know the 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 main fight with something else yep. was bold because breaking the scene up was probably a good idea but from a cinematic standpoint from a film standpoint but it was quite different as well because in every star wars movie you, you've got a big battle haven't you with, mm. with various forces at play yeah whereas in this one You'd had your big battle at the beginning. Yeah. All right. The Jedi had died halfway through. Mm. But in the end, it's literally just two separate fights, isn't it? There's no. That's what it goes down to. There's no uh, and armies it's... against armies there. No, and it, it's great because there is obviously, especially with the music and uh, the action. There's like a there's like an air of like hopelessness because we already know what's going to happen. Um, there's well, a, there's a little bit in you that's just we, like we know what's going to happen. I didn't quite visualize yeah, it like, as yeah. as brunt brutal as, yeah. they, as they went through with it. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. You you <laughs> you are kind of saying to yourself, it's like, yeah, I, I'm watching Yoda fight Palpatine and Obi Wan fight Anakin, but you you know in the end what happens, and it's just like that just adds to like the despair. Yeah, it's it's a bit um not not disappointing. Um, disheartening knowing yeah. that the amount of effort they're putting mm. into this and how cool it looks and how would hope- i would love to have been someone who just had not seen the original trilogy yeah it was just like i want i wonder how they're gonna uh, how they're gonna like save him i wonder how it's gonna have it nope because <laughs> obviously it has to have one of the most dour endings to a film that, ever that was the that was the kick of me with this film yeah just going into it knowing that this is gonna set up a new hope and yeah set things in motion oh. mm. But yeah, loved it. I mean, so you have, so you didn't like the fact that Obi Wan cut his cut someone who he said he loves like all of his limbs off bar one. It wasn't that I didn't like it. <laughs> it was more I wasn't expecting it to be quite so brutal. brutal. Yeah, you know the whole. I thought he was just gonna take his arm off, take his other arm off, hmm. or something lesser than that. Maybe if there was something to do less than that, I wasn't expecting the arms leg sitting next to a lava river catching on fire like they didn't hold back on on disfiguring him at all did they no it was it was very like we're going from naught to ten we've got to make this guy look like a bad guy now yeah Yeah, we're gonna burn him we're gonna chop his legs off this is a this is his transition to Vader yeah and same with like Palpatine and and Mace Windu which again that was a really good fight as well I thought Um, Mm. I saw some of the behind the scenes footage on on that as well and you know Samuel Jackson's his usual like charismatic self yeah and he's trying to like direct this oh, forgive me I can't remember the name of Palpatine but like direct him Ian McDermott yeah Ian McDermott mm-hmm. on, on the movements and trying to make him feel a bit more comfortable with it kind of thing cute note was that I really love that Samuel Jackson has bad motherfucker written on his uh, on the lightsaber, lightsaber. yeah <laughs> um, yeah I mean 
we are spoiled a little bit with lightsaber fights in this movie. I don't think there's any particularly disappointing. I mean, the um, the Jedi's that uh, accompany uh, accompany Mace Windu they do go dis- out. They like, are disappointing. They 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 like, go out like and and again you, like rubbish. You get some good. So who's there? You got Kit Fisto, a couple of I'm, I know the others because I got their figures, but mm. you got a couple of others who you know Jedi Council worthy. Yeah, yeah, people. yeah. yeah, yeah. They all go out in seconds. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Disappointing. He's not, like, Palpatine's not that good. Yeah. He's just a master manipulator. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know, again, not to get, not to get too lore deep, but I don't, I don't particularly know, you know, it's not been uh, established at that point that he's, like, great with a lightsaber. Better than, like, these council members and, like, on par with Mace Windu. I don't know. It's it, that that one was it's just a little bit like oh they they went out a little bit. I mean, why did why did they, they didn't need to be in the scene? You know, it was kind of that. That's where the scene should have been. Mace, I'm with Palpatine. He's told me this. Yeah, and you know, he just runs straight over and pops up. That 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 would have made a little bit of sense to me. But no, the backup needs to go. You need to have some of the. You need to show Palpatine in his powerful state. Mm, you know, so. position him and above or at Mace Windu's level at least which again I, I don't know if that was part of the plot choice to if Sidious was playing the part of making Mace Windu you know longing out that battle to make Anakin mm. arrive because he knew Anakin would yeah, come maybe, back yeah. so he'd need to witness mm. sorry it's a good idea to, yeah so that that makes sense I suppose um, still manipulating a, a little bit maybe like a couple of lightsaber hits from each of the the fallen council members just, yeah. just give them a bit of credit you know I mean, uh, they I turned think, up to you know <laughs> I think two die without a hit don't they so it's like that's a bit ridiculous well he Palpatine literally stands in front of all four of them and yeah. I think uh, you know how it should have ended do it best yeah, yeah where all four of them just start slashing at him together <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's all they had to do yeah I mean, it's it's uh, it's still it still served its purpose in terms of like 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 you said rightly he's probably just manipulating the the scenario to to be like okay I need to I'm, I I could kill all these I could probably kill Mace, maybe if he could I could kill Mace Window as well but it'd be more more effective for turning Anakin completely if he sees if uh, if I play out this scenario but um, yeah I mean uh, as a for it's it's that last. That last half hour or so for the movie is really like we're gonna you're witnessing you're witnessing the beginning of the empire and you're witnessing the transition and the real the real meat and potatoes of Anakin becoming Darth Vader um, and well I say last half hour probably about forty five minutes because the fight. With Obi Wan is about twenty minutes, yeah. so um, rightly so. And uh, yeah, the the fight, the choreography in it, and just they, they they break it up quite well because they have like the bit the bit at the beginning where it's like they're going full tilt against each other, but then it's broken up with like the environment, um, you know, like the I think the shields go off, don't they? Yeah, so like the lava sink, becomes sinking, doesn't it, the lava becomes an issue. Yeah. Which who would have thought it on a planet full of lava? The you lava can will be pick a mannequin, can't you? But uh, the so yeah the uh, then you know uh, Ewan McGregor does does well, I think, with what he's given. I like the oh the uh, di- the di- we're on to dialogue now. Yeah, yeah. 
He's just a great actor. Like, like, he, yeah. he, uh, he, he, his performances in all three. He's convincing. I don't think they're. I don't think they're that bad at all. Don't think they're bad. No, no, I'd agree with you. Yeah. It, uh, he's a shining light in the in the acting department. Well, I think that's why everyone's movies. so keen to have him back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. If, if it was Hayden Christensen so series coming yeah. back, it'd be like, mm, okay. It's just, uh, it's just, uh, it's just a Padme prequel yeah. series. Yeah. Set in between episode one, two, and two. Yeah. Yeah, I think the uh, the, the di- yeah for me the the dialogue, the, the dialogue is at my most grating in the last twenty minutes. Really? Yeah. But where he's just like. Uh, this is the end for you, my master. Like, oh, you oh, yeah, okay. You Anakin's, that, Anakin's dialogue and and Obi Wan's dialogue, they're like separate scenes. Yeah, okay. One's they're like good. written by separate people. Yeah, I'd, I'd hope so, but <laughs> yeah. So, but and then it still doesn't take away from the fight. No, still not, away no, not, away not in the slightest. Um, and then you obviously you then get towards the end of the film, which we separate Luke and Leia, don't we? We do. Dying because she's lost will to live, but has enough energy to name her children. Yep. Thankfully. Like, doesn't love them enough to stay alive. Mm. <laughs> and, it's, and it sounds like pretty dark, but I'm, I'm a little bit like, well, not enough. She, if, she, if you're telling me that she's giving up on life, that's her death. But yet she was just like, I've got enough love for my children to give them names. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. It just needed a quick little scan from yep. R two to C three PO's. Like her heart rate's dropping. Yeah, she's dying. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's dying. We it's need to. It's just such simple, but we didn't get it. No. It's all right. <laughs> and then the bail of gone a bit. You know. I mean, we'll the take... little tease of uh, Qui Gon Jinn as well, didn't they? Did a little, did a little tease. Qui Gon. Yeah. Qui Gon. I mean, do are we expecting him to be in Obi Wan? No, I don't think so. Voice over. I, I, I could see him being a voiceover in it. I think he did a little bit of voiceover for Clone Wars, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Uh, or he at least did a little bit of voice for uh last scene in Rise of Skywalker where it's all the Jedi. Yeah. I think he did a voiceover in that. That, that scene could have gone a bit differently too. <laughs> but yeah, so but um, yeah, Liam Liam Neeson. I, sorry, I don't know that. I hope I hope he's back. It makes sense for him. You know, he's still yeah. he's still well and fit a to, cameo. Do, to do the role, isn't he? You know, even as a I don't know if Force Ghosts didn't stick well with me in uh, Last Jedi. They'd, yeah, no. It didn't. It didn't feel the same as Yoda and Obi Wan in Empire and Return of the Jedi. Hmm. I don't yeah, think. no, it didn't. It didn't even reach. Didn't reach that quite. But uh, yeah, if they if he is in this, that'd be that'd be a nice surprise. Yeah. But I can understand if he was just like, oh, I'm not doing it just for, not doing it just for a cameo. Well, I would imagine that series is going to be about him realizing his purpose and the significance of mm. Luke. Hopefully, and hopefully it's not over in the space of six episodes. Isn't it? So it is six episodes. Hopefully, yeah. it's not over in the space of a day. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you'd, yeah. Th- you'd hope it would last for a longer period than that. But. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's go for the ratings. So, are we doing? We're going to do each one, obviously. Okay. Just got to work out what we're going to do out of though. Uh, right, so Phantom Menace. Let's do it out of five. Uh, five <sighs> invincible pod race drivers. 
Yeah, yeah, that's fine by me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> five, five undying pod, pod races. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, so for the Phantom Menace, what do you give it out of five? Uh, for the sheer joy that it brought me at the time, mm. I would say a three. Righty ho. If I had everyone screaming at me, <laughs> all the critique, I'd probably go two point seven five. Okay. I mean, let's go. Let's round that down to two point five. Okay. But oh yeah, I'd, I'd probably give it the same. Actually, I'm gonna give it a two point five though. Okay. Um, just because. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't really give it a lot more. I think that's. I'd, I'd probably I, say the I, same. I think that's fair, but you know, I'm, I'm biased on my. Cause I mean, because it, it was as I said, I, I feel like that one was was made for me. Actually, no, no, I've changed my mind straight away. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Right, okay, I'm going to give it a three as well. So you're giving it a three or two? Yeah, I'll, be, I'll bend. I'll go three. Yeah, both for free. That's all right. What are you going to go? What um, attack of the clones? What I do for? Let's do it out of. Um, uh, let's do out of uh, out of five CGI mustaches, CGI mustaches that we didn't know existed. Dex's mustaches that were not there. Yeah, that's it. Like out of out of five Dex mustaches. Yeah. Um, oh, the dialogue really hits me on this one. <laughs> Here's the. This is the reason why I think I went lower. I went higher. Sorry but, for Phantom Menace. But the ah, uh, but the battle sequences. Uh, right. T- yeah. Two two point five. Yeah. Two point five. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it 2.5 as well. Yeah. I, I, I just had to kind of stop myself there because if I give a, The Phantom Menace a 2.5... Then this has got to... Yeah, then I've either got to give like, Attack of the Clones 2.5, the same as Phantom Menace, or... I've totally contradicted myself two. there because I've given Phantom Menace a 3. Yeah. And I said right at the beginning of this that Attack of the Clones <laughs> has totally swayed me. I'm, I'm now pre-ordering. But I think since we've discussed it more and I've yeah. digested it again... Maybe it's got to be, yeah, okay, fine. It's got to be 2.5. 2.5. Um, and Revenge of the Sith, let's give it out of... Oh. What's a really... Um... Let's give Revenge of the Sith out of five... Wills to live. Coughing androids. <laughs> coughing androids. Coughing general grievances. Yeah, coughing androids, yeah. Coughing general grievances. Like, why has he got a cough? He's a robot. I know I know he's not a robot. <laughs> he's he's, not, he, well, he was yeah, an organism. There you go. He's, 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 we didn't really, really talk about General Grievous. I feel like he's he more was, machine now than he, man. He, I feel like uh, General Grievous was um, just a bit of a missed opportunity. They totally could have done a series on him. I could have done a series. Could have done... Um, could have just, uh, I mean, he just. Did you get to the Clone Wars episode where you go to his lair and yeah. learn about all his mm. history? He's like the, it's like a predator, isn't he? He is there. like the hero gladiator type person. Yeah, but yeah, they they just turn him into a bit of a, bit of a boob, <laughs> just a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a, just a just a bit, bit of a nothing. Bit of, bit of banter fodder. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, so yeah, let's do out of five coughing, coughing androids. Uh, well, my favorite. I don't feel. Sh- I know I'm not going to be shy about it. I'd, I'd put it as a three and a half. Three, three and a half. half. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it. I'm actually going to give it. Uh, nearly, nearly gave it a four. Going to give it a three and a half as well. Yeah. Four, four is just like. I mean, if it was just the lightsaber battles. Oh uh, yeah. It's a yeah. five. Yeah. You know, hands down, a five. Like best yeah. lightsaber battles in the world. But there are some points that really do drag it. So yeah, I'll go. I'll have to give it a three point five as well. 
all in all, I feel I feel like the the prequel trilogy has gone through like a bit of like it, it itself, not unlike the films that are inside it, have gone through such a roller coaster, you know, with having the Clone Wars kind of reaffirm how good it can be, how good the prequels can be, yeah. to like very valid criticism on some very terrible cinema. Yes. <laughs> like it's like storytelling, dialogue, but Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> yeah. But like look at how good the Star Wars can be. Um but yeah, it's it's been a, a weird thing to kind of I've been thinking about it like most of the week and just how yeah, it's just I appreciate them more. Yeah, I don't think there's I don't think there's many trilogies or even many movies that go through such a such an up and down period of like post release euphoria and then like such a low drop being people like when the phantom menace came out being like oh it's ruined star wars xyz we're not of that we're I mean, not of that ilk no, but I, I would imagine a lot of people are re-watching them now yeah ahead of, ahead of kenobi to mm. get back oh, into yeah, the yeah. swing of it all and i'm, I'm definitely going to save revenge of the sith to, Ooh, to yeah. the week before i think yeah coming out what was it the 27th yeah. we're actually getting two episodes for the start off as well so that's Should quite nice bloody well hope so yeah <laughs> <laughs> bloody well <laughs> uh, but uh yeah it's 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 the prequels will always be its own in in its own realm i think for for us yeah and uh it's 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 great to it's great to to look back at the good things um but you know i'm not quite having to block out the bad things quite like um certain bits of the sequel trilogy but um at least the prequel joke uh, the prequel trilogy at least the prequel trilogy didn't have a your mama joke in it as bad as jar jar binks was it didn't st- the film one of no prequel i i will take look this this is this is it right i'll take elevator shots i'll take I'll take Jar Jar being as ridiculous. I'll take uh, some of the bad CGI that's like aged terribly. But at least the movie didn't start off with one character phone calling another one to tell him a your mama joke. will be with you always.